This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. From London, this is The Standard Podcast, and I'm Mark Blunden. It's that time of year again, after the crackers have long been pulled and your mulling options for New Year. Yes, it's the highlight of London's high art calendar, the Standard's pop culture review of 2023. Now let's get right into our pop culture list, and these are in absolutely no particular order. Stay tuned for part two with our celebrity correspondent Tina Campbell on Taylonomics, the Beckhams, S-Club, and so much more. But first, we're joined by Evening Standard arts writer and commissioning editor Vicky Jessup. Vicky, first we have to talk about Barbenheimer. Hi Barbie! Hi Barbie! Hi Barbie! Hi Barbie! Hi, Ken. This year was a bit of a drought for films. Obviously, the Hollywood strikes kind of put paid to that. But one double billing that did come out over the summer was Barbie, this mega conglomerate, you know, directed by Greta Gerwig, featuring literally every celebrity under the sun, and the ultra-dour Christopher Nolan film Oppenheimer, starring Killian Murphy, obviously about the guy who invented the atomic bomb. So, you know, polar opposites in terms of uh, both look and feel. Barbie, very pink. Oppenheimer, very dark. But as luck would have it, they came out on exactly the same day in cinema. So naturally, the internet went mad about that. And then Barbenheimer became a thing, a fusion, if you will. You know, there was plenty of fun memes. There were t-shirts designed, you know, one half pink, one half black. People talking about the best way to watch Barbenheimer properly if you're going to do a double billing. It's a welcome injection of fun. Next, Gwyneth Paltrow's ski court case. This uh, gentleman named Terry Sanderson in March sued Gwyneth Paltrow. Initially, this guy wanted $3.1 million. But um, yeah, for people who love Wagatha, this was absolute catnip. Every day, <laughs> we were treated to detailed charts, basically examining this very posh ski slope that the pair were at, where they were in relation to each other. Paltrow made headlines when people like, how has the crash affected you? And she said, well, I lost half a day of skiing. Eventually, the entire thing, um, if it couldn't get ridiculous enough already, Mr. Sanderson was found 100% at fault for the accident, according to the jury. And then on the way out of the courtroom, Gwyneth Paltrow leaned over his shoulder and whispered, I wish you well which, of course, was memed to high heaven. And Vicky, we've got some lovers reunited at number three. Stormzy and Maya Jama, you know, they broke up in 2019 and kind of, you know, devastated fans, I'm sure, around the world. You know, they were kind of a, a massive power couple. And over the summer, they got back together. I think there was some sleuthing going on when both of them posted photos of their holidays in Greece separately. And some devoted fans worked out that actually their photos were of the same hotel. Funny that. And then a few days later, people put two and two together. And um, yes, they were together. 
and to TikTok and a certain movie director's aesthetic. This is about the Wes Anderson trends. If you don't know who Wes Anderson is, he's a film director and he's very famous for making these kind of very kitschy camp movies where everything is in shades of pastel and everything is very symmetrical and everything is very beautifully shot. And it's like a very distinct aesthetic. A big trend this year was um, My Life as a Wes Anderson movie. People basically filming themselves as if they were in the Wes Anderson film, which apparently became so popular that um, the stars of the new Wes Anderson film, Asteroid City, did the same thing themselves. So, you know, art imitating life or life imitating art. Who knows? What about the Rolling Stones proving they've still got it, pushing 80? Hackney Diamonds. I mean, this is the Stones' first album of original material in 18 years, and they're getting on a little bit. But um, I think it surprised everyone by being good. It has, you know, Keith Richards on guitar, standing very crackly and full of energy. Mick Jagger actually sounds like he's enjoying what he's singing. Uh, Elton John makes an appearance on the keys. This is rumoured to be their last album, but I think, you know, they're going out with a bang. And um, I think they caused a bit of a minor stir in the way they released the album by taking an ad out in London's Hackney Gazette for a um, window company, Hackney Diamond Specialists in Glass Repair, opening September 2023, which is quite fun. Um, Hackney Diamonds being London slang for basically broken windows after a smash and grab. Now, the Oxford University Press's Word of the Year, Riz. I have to admit, before this was announced as Word of the Year, I had never heard of Riz. This is kind of the, the word that has shaped the year. I think in uh, 2022, it was Goblin Mode. And this year, there was a final list of Riz, a swifty prompt and situationship. What is Riz? Riz is, I think, best described as charisma, I guess, like someone who has it, basically, I think. It's like a certain kind of swagger, especially when it comes to kind of relationships and just like an, inner, an inner confidence. The only way we're going to get through this is by sticking together. Then, Vicky, there's been a trailer that gamers have been waiting a decade for. GTA 6 sent the internet into meltdown when the trailer, and literally just the trailer, was released earlier in December. You know, it's been 10 years since GTA 5. It has been 25 years since Rockstar Games, the studio that created the GTA franchise, was launched. So it's kind of all nicely tied together. It doesn't really tell us very much. It's set in Vice City, which is a long-established part of the GTA franchise. We don't really know too much right now, but um, I think the graphics are amazing. It promises more, more car thefts, more guns. There's a female protagonist for the first time, which is very exciting. So I am looking forward to seeing how that develops. But be warned, the game is not currently scheduled to come out until 2025. Lastly, thanks so much for your pop culture insight, Vicky. Now in fashion, is Double Denim back? Has Double Denim ever really gone away? Obviously, that was like the iconic Britney and Justin look. Over summer this year, it definitely had a bit of a moment. You know, Casey Perry was wearing it. It was at Glastonbury. Aura was wearing it. Are there rules? As with Double Denim, it's already flaunting so many rules. Maybe there aren't. Let's go to the ads. Coming up, more top pop culture moments you won't want to miss, including... All I ever wanted to do was play football. My manager kept saying, try and keep it under wraps. Why not hit follow in the meantime and give us a rating. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Now let's return to the Standard Podcast 2023 Pop Culture Highlights, and we're joined by the Standard Celebrity Correspondent, Tina Campbell. Tina, first, let's talk Taylor Swift. And she's just been named Times Person of the Year after she and Beyonce were crowned economic powerhouses. Well, Taylor Swift and Beyonce are the two who their concerts have just been of a next level. You had to be on a reserve list to get on the reserve list to get tickets to see Taylor Swift's tour. People know they couldn't get hold of these tickets at all. And she was very smart, though, because she released a concert video which became one of the highest grossing. um, And it's now available to rent and people are up in arms because it's very expensive to rent. An American publication has actually hired a journalist to cover exclusively Taylor Swift and Beyonce. That is unheard of, that there is a journalist who just covers those two artists because uh, the reason is of the economy that they bring with them, you know, with their tours, with their merchandise. Last year we discussed that notorious Oscars slap, but some new context has emerged. What can you tell us? The Oscars slap came about because um, the comedian Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith's alopecia. He referred to her as G.I. Jane during his uh, speech at the Oscars. And Will Smith just shocked the world by getting up on stage and slapping him and swearing at him, telling him to keep my wife's name out of your mouth. And this resulted in him being banned in the Oscars for 10 years. Now, Jada Pinkett Smith has released a memoir and in it, she has revealed that she and uh, Will have actually been separated for six years. So basically, in her words, they weren't really together when this incident at the Oscars took place. Will and I are in such a good place and that now we can be together in a way that works for us. Now to the Beckhams. What did you make of their behind-the-scenes Netflix documentary? So it was a four-part documentary. I could see it being extended. You definitely did get to see a lot more of an intimate side than that you usually would. It was definitely all very stage-managed, though. And um, he skirted over the whole alleged affair with his personal assistant, Rebecca Luz, who's since come out of the woodwork and called him out on it. But it was nice to see how David and Victoria interact with each other. But I did feel at times like they were trying to get you to feel sorry for them. But I'm sorry, I don't feel sorry for them sitting in their mansion but you do definitely have an appreciation for what they went through and the brand that they've built off the back of it i mean and good on victoria david beckham made fun of her because um she referred to herself as being working class and then david beckham popped his head around and said what car did your dad used to drive you to school in which forced her to admit it was a rolls royce well she's since gone on to a t-shirt that said my dad drove a rolls royce for 110 pounds and they've sold out And in music, we had the S Club reunion, which was marred by tragedy. They had a big press conference in London, for which I was front row in February, and announced that they would be reuniting for a 25th anniversary tour. 
However, in April, that got thrown into jeopardy because, sadly, Paul Catamol died. He was found dead on the floor of his apartment and they later discovered that he'd had an underlying heart condition and the group decided to continue on. However, another plot twist was that member Hannah Spirit decided she no longer wished to be involved. She and Paul had previously dated and um, it was said she felt she couldn't continue. So they decided to make the tour a tribute to Paul in his honour and renamed it the Good Times Tour, which was a song on which he sang lead vocals. And uh, yeah, they carried on with the tour. I was there at the O2. It was very sad, obviously, that Paul wasn't there. They had a very nice tribute to him, you know, where they spoke about him and they played videos. And of course, last month, we had the death of Pogue's frontman, Shane McGowan. Shane McGowan, I mean, the outpouring of grief for him. He had his own parade, more or less. And who knew he and Johnny Depp were such good friends? But that was a terrible, terrible thing. You know, he was extremely ill for quite a long time. Seemed to remain quite positive throughout most of it because his wife would update on social media. There were hopes that maybe uh, Fairy Tale in New York could be Christmas number one. Earlier this year at the Super Bowl, Rihanna made a very dramatic reveal for her second pregnancy. She was performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. She's lowered down onto the stage to make her grand entrance and opens her coat to reveal, surprise, I am pregnant again. I think it was about six months after the birth of her first child. So she is now a mother of two under two. Finally, Tina, thank you very much indeed. Let's give the last word to a very strange fashion trend or maybe a blip. Those massive oversized cartoon shoes which were appearing on some celebs' feet. Well, if they're good enough for Papa Smurf, I think during lockdown, people, their fashion sort of took a dip. So now they're just embracing it. We're free. We can walk around. We can show off our feet. I think people are just embracing anything and everything that they want to now. There's much more news and features in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. Happy New Year. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.